0: Hey, it's Kim, the host of Multiracial White Boy. How you doing? Today's guest is nobody. Yeah, I pretty much decided no guest today, November 3rd. No plug-in people today or tomorrow or at all during this week. Not when today is so important and hands down the most important lection in my lifetime. I'm sure yours too. Look, I choose not to talk about politics on this podcast. I talk about it with my friends. I talk about it with my family, but not here. This podcast is about sharing individual stories about mixed people. So I choose to stay personal rather than political because I always get a better understanding of someone when I hear about their upbringing, their confusion, their struggles, and more importantly, how. They've overcome their personal hardships. It allows me to understand them so much better and and just see them in this different light, despite what their political beliefs are. Having said that, I honestly don't care for both candidates. Yeah, I'm voting for Biden and Harris, so don't accuse me of that. But I kind of see it like this. How did we end up with these two Crazy as old white fuck dudes. Okay, how did we get here? And while I think Trump is clearly an oblivious xenophobic bigot, and look, because of him, it is one of the many reasons I started this podcast. However, he is just a symptom of the overall glaring problem of systemic racism and racism in this country. Again, he's a symptom of the larger Problem because if Biden wins, it's not going to go away. The racism, it's not going away. It's just not going to be tweeted or retweeted, and you're not going to hear that there were very fine people on both sides, like an instance like Charlottesville. Look, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I. Was not born in America. I was born in Vietnam. I was adopted as an infant to an all American white family. And part of this podcast is trying to examine the impact of my white upbringing and undoing it. But I'm not oblivious to the fact that when I grew up, I was called things like Chinaman, Chink, Nip, Gook and other negative Asian stereotypical names. Yeah, okay, most of the time it was done jokingly. But hear me out. When friends said it to me, when they were angry at me, it was with the intention to put me in my place. And by that I mean, I was from Vietnam. And because I was from Vietnam, that specific place I'm talking about is a place of exclusion. It's a place where you're not wanted in this country because you weren't born here or your parents weren't born here or they are of you're a different cultural background or you're a person of color, whatever. But you know what? I am American, but I'm also Vietnamese and 20% Southern European and 12% sub-Saharan African, and 7% Native American, and so on and so forth. And I say this because when the settlers came here, they weren't labeled as a community as white people, as a white community. They weren't labeled as that. They were referred to as German, as Irish, as Italian, as Swedish, etc. So it's what James Baldwin said. No one was white before he or she came to America. It took generations and vast coercion before this became a white country. Anyway, despite the outcome tomorrow, we're probably not going to actually know for another month, and it's probably going to go to court. It's going to be nuts. Nevertheless, despite the outcome, we need to re-examine ourselves as Americans we all do myself included we need to reimagine the America that lives up to the promise of everyone being treated equally, all of its citizens because it hasn't and it never has. So now that I got that off my chest, I genuinely feel hopeful for this country I really do and maybe it's because, I've been talking to so many people on this podcast and getting to know their story. And I've been talking a lot of to a lot of younger people. And I never would talk to younger people had it not been for them waking my ass up. And taking to the streets and protesting. Let me give you an example. Darcy Bourne, she came on this podcast about a couple weeks ago. Her sign, why is ending racism a debate? Why is ending racism a debate? It's one of the great protest signs ever, man. And it affected me. You can't get around it. This generation has inspired me, has inspired this whole country. They do not tolerate racism. We should all get behind that. All of us. That's it. No guests this week. I'm Kim. I'm the host of Multiracial White Boy. I'll see you next Tuesday with Tanya Verifeld. Thank you so much.